A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. and welcome back to another episode of don't blame me come on you have to flex get it damn biceps nice someone was a cheerleader um we have actually recorded (laughs) started recording yeah only and that's why she's told she told me to flex because i did it in the other one and then i felt weird about it but then i realized that my microphone was swung all the way over there so you couldn't hear anything that I was saying. So we. Have I didn't to start even over. notice. I mean, clearly I didn't either. <laughs> well, um, it's this another is... episode. Yeah. Of the podcast, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we said. I in don't. The, other the intro. thing is, uh, this is the first time we're doing two episodes since we've gone into quarantine back to back. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, we all we used to do two episodes in a day. <laughs> Wow. 
So who knows what this is going to be like? Who knows? This is it's we're switching it up, you know, mm-hmm. safely. We're adding some spice into our lives. What are you what are you eating? Uh, an assortment of weird things. Well, it's not really an assortment. It's two Share things. with the class. What are you okay. eating? Can you see what this is? Is it oh, is it is it grits? No. It's is it applesauce? Oh, okay. Hey, close though. It looks very similar from mm-hmm. here. It looks like, you know, yellowy yeah. and a little chunky. And got some uh, Mexican hot chocolate that has CBD in it. <gasps> the daytime formula. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I love that for you. It's a great lunch. What time? I don't even know what time this is. Is it lunchtime? It's 11.16. Anytime is lunchtime okay, if you decide breakfast. it's lunchtime. It's true. Truly, who cares? Eat whenever we want to eat, that's my tw- that's my what's the slogan I'm running on? Eat when you want to eat. <laughs> Anytime, eat this time. pussy when you want to eat it. <laughs> eat it, just eat it. There's fuck. There's a TikTok I have to send you that was something about eating pussy, and it was, it was good. I'm sad I mean, that you're not, you didn't send it to me. Because... I know I need to. I even said I usually do like the bulk. Once I like have like a couple and then I'm like, see, like it usually is there's one that makes me be like, oh my God, I have to send this to her immediately. And mm-hmm. then it, like the rest will follow. Just send them to me immediately. Okay. I will. Now I just, I just get remember. on and watch my niece. She, that's literally part <laughs> She's of She's literally getting better. She's getting she, better at it. Wait. So do you see the one that, I don't know when she uploaded it, but she, it was a song that is definitely not in her repertoire, but she... She started, she, like, by the time that they, like, they, they sang the same, like, the same, like, lyrics, like, four times, mm-hmm. at the end, she was nailing it. And I was like, nice. Get it, girl. Like, we literally go, because usually I just, like, look at my For You page. I don't look at who I'm following. Mm-hmm. But now, every night, Mons and I get into bed, and we do my For You page, and then we switch over to my following. And it is 90%, because I follow, like, five <laughs> people. And it's just 90 Because she makes, like, 20 a day. <laughs> she makes... <laughs> so many half of them don't make sense but like, the ones that, that yeah true but the <laughs> ones that she does like get she gets them she's six just so you guys know yeah, yeah. and she is so fucking cute i love the ones with the baby i love yeah. when she puts the baby in them yeah and i like th- i like that she's now also been using her own audio she's mm-hmm. been like she's she been- uses her own and then <laughs> uses it in other videos <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it's so stinking cute too yeah. like and i also just love that you're like really seeing the sibling dynamic that mm-hmm. she's like if you get in her shot out yeah she'll push you out <laughs> it's so funny uh i love it it is such a good time also wait you have to tell everybody what um she said about so I fought, so this used to be your brother-in-law's <laughs> account. Yes. And so Melissa had sent me this video of one of her nieces doing like a TikTok. And I was like, oh my God, I have to follow it. And then you were like, oh, it's my brother-in-law's account, but switched over. And I was like, okay, let me know if it's, can I follow? Like, let me know if it's like, co- is it cool? Can I follow? And you're like, yeah, you can follow. And I guess, I mean, she doesn't have, it's now her account. She doesn't have a lot of followers. Now it is. She took overtook it. No, yeah. Now it's fully her account. <laughs> yeah. Like um, her name and picture are on the account. It's hers. And yeah. so my TikTok is not verified, at it, but it's, it's me. And mm-hmm. I, some people have like, p- like figured out and like tagged me and stuff that they're like referencing I like like the trend where people were like, oh my God, like remember old school YouTube? And I'm like, I'm old. Mm-hmm. Um, but my 
it's just my name. And then my profile picture is uh, one of the pictures from me crying once my YouTube channel got hacked with the mascara down my face. And there's only one video on my TikTok that is a face morph of me as a baby to um, Cam. Cam, It's Cam and to Cam from Modern Family. Oh, I actually have never actually played it. I've just looked at the picture of it. Oh my god! You have to watch it because baby me looks like like, fully looks like Cam from Modern Family. And so it's that morph. And so... Tell us what your niece had said once she saw my account. <laughs> yes, because she only has like two or three followers. Um, and so she saw Megan's account and she said, first of all, she said, who is this? And then my um, sister said that it was um, my friend. And then she goes, why is she crying in her picture? And then she looks at the at <laughs> Megan's account and sees her baby picture. And she said, oh, she's sad because this baby ruined her life. <laughs> and also let it be known that she just had another sibling be born. Like, yes. it's like she's like, I get it. Baby ruined lives. <laughs> like, she's like, the baby ruined my life. <laughs> it killed me. Oh. I was dying. This is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. If you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And um, we're going to give some advice. And it's be a good time. Hi, Megan. And guess if there is one. I know because of the virus, there might not be. But um, so I've been listening to your podcast forever, and I really, really love it. And I am in a really, well, kind of big predicament here. So my boyfriend that I've had for seven, eight months now, um, moved in with me in my apartment uh, in March because his lease was up and, you know, we were tired of never getting to see each other. So he moved in with me and his true colors are showing because he's just not a nice person I've come to realize he will body shame women and he claims he used to be gay but then he went through some conversion therapy and so now he's not gay and he goes around calling all the queer people in that community uh really bad names I'm not going to say them on here but um and he is constantly making fun of me for being antidepressant because so a little backstory, I have a younger sister who's 16 who is in hospice dying of brain cancer and a whole bunch of other kind of stuff like that going on in my life right now. And so I'm on antidepressants because, well, I need them. I am dying. Well, I feel like I am. Um, and he's constantly making fun of me saying that I shouldn't have to be on them for life situations and they're not doing anything to help me and telling me that I'm stupid, basically. And... I don't know how to get him to move out of my apartment faster. I have talked to him and pushed him, and he's just not making any efforts. He's 26 years old and does not have any credit. So he says his mom's going to have to co-sign for him and get a new apartment. And he's just a big baby. I asked him to do anything to help around the apartment, and he says he's a man and he won't do that kind of stuff. And I just don't know how to get him to move out faster. Please help me. Tell me what to tell him to get him to move out. I can't get him to do anything. He says he's going to email apartments, but he won't. He says he's going to call apartments, but he doesn't. And I'm just getting sick of it. He 
is constantly belittling women, constantly making fun of me for a whole bunch of stuff. And I just, he stays up all night playing video games and sleeps in until noon, doesn't even work full time. And he's just not, I don't like him anymore. And he knows that. But he's just not making a an effort to move out of my apartment, and I don't know how to get him to move out faster. Thank you for any advice, and I hope that you hear this call. Thank you. Trash. Like, this dude is, like, beyond trash. He's like a whole landfill of just, like, rotting garbage. What a disgusting human being. He is a garbage monster. Like, he is, like, a garbage monster like a fucking trash monster and oh my god i feel so i feel for you so fucking much because this is like this is like you know not to not to use um the uh the words of jaw rule in an actual serious situation you've been hoodwinked bamboozled like he completely and like eight months like it's like a pretty quick uh, time to move in with someone. I would suggest like a year or more of like no way of like dating and knowing you someone. Don't know, you didn't know him. No, but and like, you just moved in because you were. He just moved in because you were. You couldn't see him. Like yeah, but even eight months though for that. I'm like that's a big fucking. It is, but I'm just to me. I'm saying like yeah, it is a big switch. But like you don't. You didn't know this dude at all. Mm-mm. And is I he mean, on the lease? Because if he's not on the lease, because it's her apartment, if he's not on the lease, you can legally get him kicked out. Yeah, I also think if unless you he's can... got squatters' rights, depends on the state. Yeah, but there's no way he would have squatters' rights after that amount of time. He moved into your place, so assume this. All of this, like, you just need him to leave faster. So I'm. You can afford your own rent. You don't need him to live there. Like you're, it's not contingent on like you paying your rent is not contingent on him contributing. If he is fucking contributing anything, like Melissa said, if he's on the lease, f- like figure that out. And if he is on the lease and you've already lived there beforehand, there's also like that. I don't, it sounds maybe did she say her lease was renewing and they just added him on? Maybe. Um, talk to your landlord if you've already lived there prior to him. Your landlord has a loyal like might have a loyalty to you especially but because if he's you're on the lease then it like legally he can't do anything about it no landlord. yeah because if he's on the lease then it's a binding contract that he can stay there for however long the lease is okay so if he's on the lease you have to move <laughs> like and but you, then like... he but then the thing the thing the problem with that is if he's on the lease she moves. I mean, and it's she's on the lease too. He moves. Then if he doesn't pay rent, which he says he can't afford, no, but it's going to mess up oh. her credit. Oh my god! Because you're she can't break the lease if he mm-hmm. doesn't agree to break the lease. Yep, that's what my mind was thinking. Oh my god! Okay, unfortunately, if he's, if he's on the lease, then unfortunately, <sighs> there's nothing legally that you can do about it. If he's not on the lease, then. Change I mean, you can do stuff. You can do stuff, but like it's going to have... mess up your credit. So if it gets so bad and you're just like, fuck credit, I'll take the whatever, then just leave. Yeah. Um. I. OK, if he's not on the lease, talk to your landlord, get mm-hmm. him kicked out. Change it might the be locks. a thing, too, because if somebody stays at your place for 
over like oh, a huh? certain amount of time. If he's not on the lease, then they like legally have to get kicked out. That's so. an L- like I don't know if it's California, but that's an LA. It's law in too. yeah, it's in. They had it in Arkansas too. So it just look at your lease and see what your options are. Yeah, and then also look at your too. your state and your mm-hmm. county like uh, rental laws. Um, if he's not on the lease, talk to your landlord, get him, like, change the locks, like, he goes out for fucking, like, goes out to do something, throw, put his shit all away, and, yeah, that, um, and I don't give a fuck if his mom has to co-sign. Oh, my God, we don't give a, I don't even give the smallest of shits. No, like, that's not your problem. No. Um, and then, if he's on the lease and you have no legal ground to stand on, Make his life a living hell. Make his life a app. What are his pet peeves? Do them all the time. Are there things that he hates? Is he terrified of clowns? Print out a hundred pictures of clowns and post them everywhere. Like constantly. Just just do like torment him. Like you are in punked. You are in jackass. Like mm-hmm. make this man's life. Like you become his worst fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like you become, he is the villain and he fucking sucks and he's making your life hell. You become the bigger villain. We're not asking you to be a bigger person. I'm telling you to become a worse mm-hmm. person than him and mm-hmm. make it so he is, drive him to the point of insanity so he has to fucking move out. Like go buck wild like yeah go like call his mom (laughs) yeah post on like social media how much of a shithead he is call his boss tell them that like do whatever the fuck like literally just stoop beyond go go lower than he's gone like stoop beyond his level completely make him feel so like he's drive him insane drive Mm -hmm. him to the point of him being like i need to fucking move out of this place this is terrible yeah like oh my god even just like stupid little pranks all the time like put like a saran wrap on the toilet seat like do all of that kind of shit hide his video games yeah throw his uh his laundry throw his laundry out the window yeah because i mean that's woman's work so it's not like he's doing it anyway no 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 yeah and only when you're when you have food, only have your food. Put a padlock mm-hmm. on the refrigerator. Yeah. Like literally do the kind of shit that you're like, oh my God, that's insane. Like, as long as it's legal, mm-hmm. you can you can throw his his laundry out the window. That's not illegal. It's not. You can put a padlock on your refrigerator. That's mm-hmm. not illegal. Just do all of that, all of that fucking shit. Oh. I'm Ugh. sorry, man. And maybe put make a YouTube channel where you document all of this. <laughs> yes. And then post it. And then like with his foot, like mm-hmm. it's hello, here's your face. But only do all this if you feel like safe. Safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Um also maybe you have a friend move in. You bring it up right now. Like you add enough, like add a friend onto the like something like just any like where there's like no room for him there's and, and none of that mm-hmm. stuff where it's like it's just becomes another nuisance but i would also break up if you guys haven't officially yeah. broken up yet and maybe talk to a lawyer too because there might be mm-hmm. legal loopholes in there as well Ooh. yeah this i he might be taking the cake of like one of the worst people we've ever 
talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, there's obviously, like, really terrible. Like, but this is, like, like, this is, like, a scripted evil. Like, yeah. this is, like, this is, like, a CW teen drama, like, mm-hmm. bully. Like, I'm, like, Or, what? like, Lifetime. Yeah. It's, like, also not creative or subtle. It's just, like. I just what? can't. Like, he moved in because you guys didn't see each other enough. Night. And then now he just, like, turned into a completely different person. Ooh. I hate him. Or, like, do you have a friend? How long is your lease till? Is there a friend that you can go stay with until? I know, like, oh you yeah. still have to pay rent, but that's still better than being with this dude. Yeah, that's also, that's a very valid point. Be the villain of your story. <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> and let us know if you need more ideas. Yeah, I got a ton. So many. So many. Um, Hi, Megan, Melissa, and possible guests, even though there probably is not a guest because the world is fucking ending right now. But um, anyway... So I am a Virgo, um, rising, or not rising, Aquarius moon, rising Pisces. Um, and well, my best friend, who is a Libra, decided to ghost me. Now, I have no idea what it was that caused this. Our last conversation seemed completely normal. Nothing really explosive happened. Um, she stopped responding to my texts, my calls, my Instagram DMs, but she still shares her location with me. She still, I could see what she was listening to on Spotify. She viewed my messages and just acted as I didn't exist. So, um, me being the petty uh, bitch I am, I blocked her on everything imaginable, Pinterest, Venmo, literally you name it, everything, and even texted her mom and was like, Thanks for being a second mom to me. Um, So I just was wondering if you thought that I should have done something different or should I do more? Like, um, because in my mind, there's nothing that she can really say to me to make this okay because that's not something that you do to your best friend. She wanted to be, she wanted me to be her maid of honor. She was going to be in my wedding. uh yeah i guess that's pretty much it i don't really know what to do i'm just really upset and angry you know so all right thank you so so much and let me hear what you've got to say all right bye we're ghosters we've said Mm -hmm. that before and i think a very excuse me a really natural response to ghosting is to be like when someone gets upset with you that your response is to be upset with them and you really rolled with that <laughs> and that's like that's fine but it, it you you made your bed like in the sense of like she ghosted you you didn't find out why i don't know how long the time period was mm-hmm. of of that of right. waiting it, it out um and yeah, like you fought petty with petty. And that's also how you interpreted the ghosting aspect of it. And I drew, I think like, yeah, ghosting your best friend, like that's, it, 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 it does seem like a what the fuck sort of a thing. But I would, 
something happened. Like something, mm-hmm. either you did something and she wasn't ready to, wasn't ready or wasn't able uh, and didn't want to confront it and needed to be done for her own mental health or also was just like going through her own thing and like needed to cut everything off and like be selfish and wasn't ready to process any of it. And there obviously that's like a very hurtful sort of feeling, but you responded how you responded. Like, right. I'm not going to tell you that you did it like right or wrong, but it's also hard to know how long like yeah you didn't tell us how long was it like because like if it was like a day then that comes off like it's really or even like a couple weeks yeah but if it was like five months also did her mom respond (laughs) when you messaged her i know you said that you said thank you for like being a second mom and bye did you immediately block her or did you wait till she said something did she say something if you didn't block her? Um, because I really think it's something that she's going through on her that she doesn't want you to know about. And she's processing it, especially like in these times during quarantine, we're all dealing with it very differently. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I, since I am a ghoster, I understand where she might be coming from. So, um, it might just, and maybe she wasn't just, maybe she wasn't ghosting you. She just needed some time to herself. Yeah. And no matter how good of friends you are with somebody, um, you never know them. Like, we don't even know our, like I say, it's like, I don't even know myself that well all Mm -hmm. the time. Like there are times where I respond to something like to the same situation, respond to it completely different, two different times. And I think we can feel like as a best friend, we're owed or any relationship in a life, like we're owed a bigger courtesy than anything else. But that also implies that a lot of the decisions that we're making are like really logic driven versus emotional, emotionally driven. So I don't think necessarily it had to like mean something really massive. I, I am like, this is also not that I'm playing devil's advocate in this though, but your response of being so upset versus like sad and mm-hmm. hurt makes me wonder if you you're not saying but there's something that you think that like it could be tied to something that you said or did that you stand by and sure she's cutting you off for that and that pisses you the fuck off because you stand by whatever statement or whatever you did and like you know that that's the right thing and you stick by it and then she's doing this in response and so then that's where the anger the ang oh god the anger really comes in but yeah i think ghosting sucks but also i don't know i mean like i we have no idea why she ghosted you because i would also say i've had people who like i've ghosted and then they've done that response of like oh i'm blocking you like i hate you whatever thing and i'm so resigned from it like i don't really give a shit so i think right now from my interpretation of it you're trying, especially with texting her mom, everything you're doing, you're trying to get a reaction out of her mm-hmm. because ghosting is not satisfying for you. Like, there's nothing there. And you're trying to get a reaction to prove that, like, she cared about you and that your friendship wasn't just, like, that it meant something. And, like, you're they trying to get a rise out of her. And I just, the more that you can detach yourself from other people's reactions and other people's responses and just do 
what's good for you without wanting an outcome that relies on somebody else is what you need to focus on. Because like it's the same kind of thing with like revenge as somebody who is a big fan of revenge, all fucking about it. And it took me and it yeah, it took me a really long time to understand that like that doesn't revenge doesn't happen when you are so emotionally invested in it, because no matter how much that you're like, well, I would respond this way and I would do this. And I like they, I need to get them to feel this kind of way. It's never going to be enough. It's never going to be satisfying when you have like skin in the game, like because you can't predict how people are going to react to it. And no matter mm-hmm. what, you're investing your time and energy in it. And then if you're not getting any response back. Like you just wasted all you of wasted this and then so much energy and, and you hyped yourself fucking into it. And like you, you, you get a rise out of yourself and like you get this like anger fuel mm-hmm. and then it's never, it's never like being completed. It's never satisfied. No. So it can hurt and it can suck. Um, but if it's cathartic for you to block her on everything, then can it have cool. it be... But don't do anything with the hopes that it is going to get a response mm-hmm. out of her. Because you can't control that as much as, like, you obviously, like, want to. And, yeah, maybe she goes to you because you did something. Maybe she goes to you because she is going through it. Or maybe she just goes to you because, like, she decided she didn't like you anymore. And, like, she's being a bitch. And, like, she sucks. Like, there's all of those different options. And you just have to pick which one you want it to be. Yeah. And then commit to that on. to being your truth and move move on. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. I'm sorry. That would be, that would be really hard. I guess I guess it's also how long have you guys been friends? I would think a while if you like texted her mom. But well, because like if Sydney ghosted me, I would drive my ass to her fucking apartment and be like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so that's like the part that I'm. I, I mean, I, I we always give advice from our own perspectives, but especially when it comes in like relationship situations that I can really put myself in it, I just don't. It's just such an odd turn of events. Like the whole thing is just such like an odd, like thi- like I yeah, it's just such an odd thing that I don't understand how it gets to that place. Yeah. Oh, but please give us a update, this girl. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm not doing well personally. Um, I'm really upset because um, it's about my friend. I've known her since our freshman year of college. Um, I'm currently 22, and so is she. And every year, we like we have talked about moving into with each other, but she's kind of always backed out, and because um, of like money, which is fine. That's I understand that. So. This year, she was like, yeah, let's move in together. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, for real this time? And she was like, yeah. Um, And, like, before, we had, like, entertained the idea. But nothing really came of it. Like, she was like, um, actually, just kidding. Never mind. And this time, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And now we're three months out. My lease is up in October. She currently lives with her sister. Um, and basically she bailed on me, um, again. And we were about to go apartment hunting. And yeah, I literally was like, she, first she was like, 
well, I can't move in until January. So I was like, okay, well, in my current apartment, they're going to increase my rates to where I can't. I just can't afford it. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll pay all but what you pay at your sister's until January. And she was like, okay, maybe. And she's like, but I need furniture. And I'm like, um, I can get you, give you my old bed at my parents' house. My parents' house, you know, was, my parents were fine with that. And she was like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to my uncle. Um, he's like, I don't know what his deal is. I think he's like into finance, some sort of finance, you know, position somewhere. And she was like, yeah, he thinks it's a horrible idea. I could be spending that money on um, college, da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, but why are you just now telling me this? Like, why are you just now figuring this out? I made a spreadsheet and all that jazz and figured everything out, punched the numbers months and months and months ago. And I'm just extremely upset. Like, I was literally bawling because... I have to figure something out. Like, I don't know what to do at this point. So I'd love some advice. Thanks. So I stand by my statement that you should never room with friends. I don't um, even think this girl's your friend. Yeah. I, I mean, she might be. I, th- she, I think she has, like, financial problems and she might actually be her friend. And she's just, like, like ideally she wants to move with her, but she just can't financially. She can't. And so, like, she thinks that she can. And so, but when it actually comes to it, then she can't actually afford it. So she's, and I think she's a little embarrassed about it and won't just come out and say that's what the issue is. Yeah. No, I think that's, I mean, I'm definitely coming at it from a response of, like, my college experience Mm -hmm. and, like, me bending over backwards financially to have people live with me who, like, were just using me and, like, didn't didn't really but care she's not about- trying to use her though she offered no. to pay and she said i'm no no she originally said yeah well she said yeah but then she said no, I, I i i don't think she you. actually talked to her uncle i think she just said that to save face no i think i think i i mean i'm definitely my 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 i am tainted from my own history but i mm-hmm. think you're right it does it it sounds like i think yeah it's one of two options either she doesn't want to live with you and like doesn't know how to say it and is just kind of like stringing you along. Um, and this has happened to Lily so many fucking times, like specifically. Uh, or she really wants to live with you and like is embarrassed and like is not able to kind of make it work mm-hmm. and kind of holds out hope until the last possible second and not in like a, oh, I'm ripping the rug out from underneath you kind of way. But like, I think just like let her know that this like really hurt your feelings and don't ever live with her and just recognize that, that this is not, it's just not going to work. And like, mm-hmm. and unless like a couple years down the road, she makes a complete 180 and is like, she's the one making spreadsheets and she's the one who finds the apartment yeah. and she's the one who does all of that. And like, she's the one who takes initiative. Then like, think about it again if you want to move in with her, but it's, it, this is not, 
it's not gonna, I think it's been like an idealized thing that you guys have talked about and it'd be so fun and like you can romanticize all of it. But truthfully, she did you a huge favor. And mm-hmm. I've had friends who like I like was gonna move in with and they backed out at the last second and they gave like very bullshit excuses and I was pissed and hurt. And then our friendship like disintegrated or like I saw that they like were not ready to move it. Like, and they had, they were terrible roommates to the people who they ended up living with and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, I dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. So I think you did dodge a bullet in this sense and I would also evaluate maybe maybe she's the only person you would have ever offered to do that for like oh I'll cover your rent for x amount of months and I will give you all this furniture and stuff but I would also take inventory in your own life if you are doing if you are offering a lot to your friends and if you are if they are being off if you are getting that offered in return and not just like emotional labor but like yeah if someone if you're like like you're moving or something and someone's like yeah no i'll get i'll get you a moving truck we can do all of this kind of stuff like if you are like the financially generous friend don't do some no yeah because that's not a as someone who was that that is not a personality trait like that's not that's it's not it's something that like you can be a generous person and unless you are having that generosity being met to you in return you are giving from an empty tank and it will never mm-hmm. it will never work like it wasn't until I got older that I was like oh I have like friends that not that like mon- like money matters in a way at all but like that was all like when when you're when you can like offer to do something for someone and then you're like oh this person wouldn't even pick me up from the airport right. <laughs> like is this balanced is this working like that but as we say Never live with friends. Never live with friends. You're in college. I'm sure there's somebody else that, I mean, are you like going physically back to school or taking classes online? But there, there might be somebody else that's in the area. And then like worse comes to worse. It seems like your parents are still close by. Then you can stay with them until you can find some place that you can afford. And you've got, you said, like, it's, you're freaking out because it's three months out, but that's plenty of time to find an apartment. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think it's because you're like, you, you, it seems like you like to plan a lot and then she like messed up your plan. And so your idea of what the timetable was has changed and maybe being a little bit more adaptive can be something that you can learn from this experience. Mm -hmm. And living with someone as a blanket statement should never be this hard. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't be. And it shouldn't be like, Oh, I'm like chasing a friend down to like find, like to like look at this apartment with like, to like to send them pictures. And they're like not responding. Like if y- it should be finding an apartment should be 50, 50, <laughs> like mm-hmm. whether that's like someone who's like emailing everybody or someone who's like going in person and looking at stuff. Like, it's not like you have to be doing everything together, but if you're putting all of the effort in, what are that to me is like that's a the, a bad roommate does that make yeah. like i don't trust that to like you to like care or mm-hmm. like follow through on like the commitment of this like lease and all of that shit oh but i'm so sorry me i would too. be i would be upset too definitely been through this time for a quick break guys we'll be right back
Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we're getting to the rest Oof. of the calls. What the happened there? Your hair's looking bomb. Hi, Megan, okay. Melissa. I'm 30 years old and I'm calling for dating advice. Back in March, when the pandemic started, I met a guy on Instagram. He basically slid into my DM and we connected right away. We started exchanging messages, but then he asked me for my number, so we started texting and eventually calling every single day for like about two hours. The problem is he lives in a different town, which is about four hours away from me. He told me that when he first messaged me, he thought we live in the same place because all my check-ins show his hometown, but that's because my sister lives there too. He was very straightforward from the beginning and told me that he would love to see me, meet me in person, and take me on a date, and hopefully be more than friends. But given the current situation, social distancing and all, he didn't think it was a good idea for now. We've been talking for over four months now, and he keeps telling me that he likes me more than friends and that he's really interested in me and would love to, be, to meet me in person. However, two months ago, he was in town, but he didn't want to see me. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic and we should be social distancing at all, but we've both been self-isolating. I know he's really concerned about the virus, especially because he lives with his parents. So I totally get that. I didn't make a big deal out of it, of course. We continue talking as usual. But last month, um, I got COVID and he was there for me, calling me every day and asking me about my symptoms. He was so sweet. And even though I had a couple of weeks, I was able to recover 100%. Well, yesterday I told him that I was planning to visit my sister in September for Labor Day. Of course, I just wanted to let him know because we share everything. And I thought it was the right thing to do. Just trying to be polite. I wasn't forcing him to see me or meet me in person. I understand the situation. However, when I brought it up, the first thing he told me is, will you be virus-free by then? And that really hurt me. Um, of course, I'm going to be virus-free. It's been like three months since I got the virus. So I was just sharing the news. I understand he's scared and concerned about his family safety, but of course I'll be first free by, by September. This is the second time that he doesn't want to meet me in person, and I don't know if there's something else going on. I don't want to talk to him directly because I don't want to come up as possessive, and I'm not that kind of person, especially during a pandemic. But at the same time, I can help but wonder if there's something else going on. I'm just confused, and I don't know if I should continue talking to him. Any advice would be much appreciated. Thank you, and I love your podcast. Bye. Yeah. I mean, I think to say that, like, oh, I'll be vir like, we don't know enough about the virus. Like, no. people have, there are people who have tested positive, like, had symptoms, got COVID, tested positive, made a full recovery, in quotes, and have since gotten sick again and mm -hmm. tested positive again and, like, have been contagious again. Yep. Um, so we don't know enough about any of it. Um, have you guys FaceTimed? Like, true. Because I think, it, truthfully, I think it could be twofold. I think, like, he could be as cautious as everybody else should be being for this whole pandemic. And he could also be a catfish. Mm -hmm. I think he could be both. Like, I think he could be, a, like, a pandemic. What a uh, time to be a catfish. Which we time. will see on the new season. <laughs> Guys, if you didn't know, I mean, I feel like you might. I mean, actually, no, because when we recorded our episode with Cammie, we knew. We knew that she we was going to be the But host. not everybody else yeah. knew that she, Cammie Crawford, friend of the podcast, one of our favorite people, mm -hmm. fucking love her so much. Um, Cammie has become the full-time uh, co-host of Catfish, and they are doing a fully, like, pandemic season. Like, they're social distancing, doing it from home, like... All of that stuff. So 
fucking so excited. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, but I think this could be a combination. Like, I think this could be a combo of this is he. And even like you originally said, it could be like he wants to be your pen pal and we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I don't think it needs to be either or. Mm-hmm. I think it could be like it could be. Yeah, just the pandemic. And that's why he doesn't want to meet up with you. Or it could also truthfully be he doesn't want to meet up with you because of the pandemic. And also he just wants a pen pal or he's not yeah. that interested in it. Which I would just urge you in general, like with anyone, when you're establishing a relationship that is not meeting up, which again, you shouldn't be meeting up at this point. I think it's so fucking easy to like slip into, especially like indeed, like in, in in times of uncertainty to slip into comfort and like Mm -hmm. solid relationship and stuff. If you're going to start talking to people. I almost got caught up. I know. <laughs> With who? Is it the dude? Yeah. Again? Yeah. You looped back. Of course. Okay. I mean, I saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. We made a circle. We yeah. looped back. Um, but it's so easy to get caught up in like treating it like a comfort and a relationship through all of this when it needs to be treated like still casually dating. And like it is a lot of fucking effort to like text multiple people I I think it's more effort to do that than it is like go on physical dates with like Mm -hmm. four people but I I would urge anybody who is starting to date amidst a pandemic to really keep those and and maybe you don't have those habits in general but really like broaden that kind of shit because this is like camp goggles times a hundred yeah like pandemic goggles are a real 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 thing Mm -hmm. and It's you're getting caught up in all of that sort of stuff that we can forget that, oh, there are other people out there. (laughs) Like this is this doesn't just have to be this. But um, I would er, like you shouldn't you shouldn't see like you no like just no. I think you don't have to stop talking to him, I think. And I truthfully also wouldn't even have a conversation with him about it because I think like it is you to say like is it just the pandemic downplays the seriousness of the pandemic and the fact that he does live with his parents and he's expressed like his own boundaries of his safety and comfortability and the fact that you've had the virus so then to like even assume that there's more there I fucking hate when people do that it's like and Moss will do that sometimes when I'm like depressed or whatever and he's like is there like well and I'll like say if I like know why I'm feeling bad if there's something specific and then I'm like, well, is there anything else? And I'm like, no, bitch, that's enough. Like, yeah. it, it can, and, and there's no, and like, I don't think that you would necessarily mean it like that, but it, on the receiving end, it can feel belittling because it feels like, oh, all of the information that you have been so generous to being vulnerable and share with me, I am processing it now and saying that like, I feel like that's not enough to like equate to how you're feeling right now or all of that. And that's not, it's never Mats's goal. And like, I'm assuming that's not your goal too, but as someone who's been on the receiving end, that's how it can be interpreted and just take what he says and just be like okay i respect it like i respect yeah. your boundaries and there doesn't need to be like a solution to his boundaries or anything that you could do like or a time limit to his boundaries either like it is a day by and like my therapist says it all the time that's like yeah at, like your level of comfort to the same situation and instance will change day to day like mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen so you can and like when Mots went 
uh, golfing for the first time, which again, far away is like social distance, nowhere near anybody else. Um, and like my whole thing was like, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to like right now before you go, I'm fine. And like, you might get home and I'm letting you know, I might not feel good. Like I might be super anxious. I might like want to sleep in separate bedrooms for like a week. And like, if I like get like anxious about like the virus there, like, I don't know how I'm going to react. So I'm giving myself and like giving you the heads up that it's, it's an unknown. So there's just like no solution to solve. No, this. I'm just like, he said, uh, are you going to be virus free by now? He was being so sarcastic because it was like, are you sure you should be going to see your sister? Is what he was saying. That's what he was saying. That's a salt. I don't even know how I didn't pick up on that. That's a me response. That's like a salty. Like, are you sure? Also, I will say the thing that like gets me with this a little bit. And I found that a lot of people who've had the virus and have recovered and like have had no lingering symptoms and didn't really have bad symptoms when it happened have kind of been like a. They've been moving on faster than anyone that I've mm-hmm. like seen. Um, the, the the mention of Labor Day stresses me out. It's like me the too. same thing of like because that's a social oh three day weekend. Like mm-hmm. there's like a connotation with events and like a vacation and a break and yeah. fun. And it's like, ooh. Hi, Megan, Melissa, potential guest. Um, I'm 27 years old and a little background. I've only had one boyfriend. It was online. I was 20 years old. And I then started seeing a guy after that. And it's been about five years since I dated anyone. My problem is, is I tend to only fall for people when I have a friendship with them. So I'm like, I'm a demisexual. So it's hard for me to like, just go on a date and think if I like someone or not. And my brother's been going to my dad saying how he's scared that I'm going to be single forever and never find love. And I've tried to explain this to them and they don't really understand. My question is, is, Every time I try to like someone, every time I become friends with someone, I end up liking them. And when I like them, I'm always considered one of the dudes. And so I haven't been able to get an actual relationship. And I'm just curious how I can go about this or if you have any advice for what I should do. My family is really worried for me for being single forever, which is what it is. But also, I kind of want to start dating but it's hard because I can't just get that connection with someone I have to first gain a friendship before I even think about dating and by the time that happens I'm one of the guys and they don't want to date me so any little bit of advice would help thank you bye I think that and and I'm also not super educated on what it's like to be like demisexual that's what demisexual i for a minute thought that maybe i what i don't know what it is i actually need to look that up i thought for a minute i i have a i knew a girl who was demisexual and i what her and i were talking about relationships and she had suggested to me she's like have you ever thought that you might be demisexual and like i thought i like trace back to like all of the people that i've like liked and been into um and i've I've definitely had people who like right off the bat, I 
like will get a crush on them. Mm-hmm. So I that's I, I think that's the big difference from what I know is that like you don't develop those kinds of more than romantic feelings until you're friends. Like versus yeah, you like you have to I, have an emotional connection with it. Yeah. So like I've like had like I've people who like I mean like the first time I met Mots, I was like, oh my God. Like I have like a little crush on you. But like it was never I never like was like, oh I like you immediately like I would then become friends with them and all of that. So I think that's like where like I was like, oh, okay, now that's not how I am. But I can I I can understand an aspect of it. I would I would break it down for you that like how long does it take for you to become friends with someone? Mm-hmm. And I think that you can I think you can like date. I think it just needs to like maybe you've been like maybe because you haven't been date like dating really but maybe your friends are dating like guys that are like so not who you would be into but like to like for me i've like gone on dates with guys like where for like over the course of like months like and Mm -hmm. like we were never like boyfriend girlfriend like we were just like getting to know each other and all that so i think it depends on how long it takes for you to become friends with someone and i just think you need to like date people who aren't trying to like wife you up on like the first date like you're just getting to know them and there's so 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 many people like that out there like i don't think that that's not that i'm saying there's so many demisexuals out there but there are so many people who like are very okay with like taking it slow and then figuring out if you like each other like we Mm -hmm. talk about this all the time like i don't want to go on a date with someone and have them be like oh i'm totally like after the first date like i only have eyes for you i'm obsessed with you like that's it and like i'm a leo and i love attention but like that i don't i don't i want you to get to know me and then decide if you like me from there in the same way like i want to get to know you and decide if i like you but as someone who has dated my high school boyfriend was like my best friend and then Mots and I were really good friends before we he's like one of my best guy friends before we started dating but um and I've also yeah I've actually dated like a lot of friends but there are also people who I have like gone on dates with and I like or like I started talking to and I met them and I thought they were really cool and I liked them as people and as our friendship, like our friendship and the same, they grew, they grew at the same time. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't this separation. Like I was getting to know them. And as I got to know them, I liked them more and more. And like, it was a gradual, like parallel relationship of like romantic and friendship at the same time. But you just have to be on the same page right. with somebody. Right. Right. And they can't yeah. like. Date to get to know people and not date to fuck. And I think that's. It might be like you getting to know somebody might be on a longer timetable and that's fine. Um, And I don't believe in like friend zoning, which it sounds like you think that's what's happening to you. If you like if you realize that you like somebody like are you telling them that you like them? Are you just assuming that they want to be your friend? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, take some take a little bit of initiative and let them know like now that we know each other then i'm attracted to you and i would like to maybe actually date yeah good luck best of luck all right it's time for an update oh an update oh baby it's an update what episode is it from i should have a jingle <laughs> boop, 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 boop. it's from ep season six episode five her boyfriend had a d uh dui what are you doing 
I'm moving. I was agreeing. I remember this call. Okay. Her boyfriend had a DUI and she would drive him to work. And the his ex-girlfriend, the place that he works is owned by his ex-girlfriend's grandpa, grandfather. And so she's there all the time. And the ex-girlfriend has threatened to kill the caller. And the caller has a uh, restraining, restraining order. order against the ex-girlfriend. I just, like, love when, like, you retell it in a way that it's, like, dude, it's fu- Like, it, 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 it's so fucking crazy. Like, oh, and then he tried to, yeah, try to kill it. Like, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> it's wild. Hi, I'm the girl who was, who called in about my boyfriend's ex threatening me and then, like, threatening my life and also threatening to call the cops on me. Because apparently I violated the restraining order. So um, just to clarify some stuff, he can't get his license right now because he would have to, he had, since he got it taken away, he would have to like completely get a new, like do the driver's test and do everything again. And also he would have to get an interlock and to rent an interlock is like $100 a month. And he can't really afford that right now because he has to pay for his testing his classes and stuff and that's really expensive and and so like he can't really uber either because we live in a really really small town and there used to be one uber car but i don't think there's any now so even if there still is that one like it's like would barely ever be like reusable i guess is the word but anyways he could Sometimes he gets rides to work with his coworkers, but he lives kind of out of the way for all of them. So a lot of times they don't want to go, like, leave the house really early to go and pick him up. And, yeah. So you guys are wondering what, like, what, where he works. And so he's a logger. So he works at a sawmill, and he goes up and logs. So it's, like, in the middle of nowhere. And I can't really drop him off like off of the property because it's like he'd have to walk like two miles down the road every single day which kind of sucks but um and anyway so about that girl more so he's only dated one other girl in between me and her and that girl was also part of that it's her cousin and she was part of that too where she was also threatening me and stuff and I also have a restraining order against her and she also used to be, like, my best friend. But we didn't, like, stop being friends in, like, a super bad way. Like, it was mostly one of our mutual friends and her stopping friends. And then I just chose the mutual friend over still being friends with her. And I think that's all that I need to clarify. Bye. So this dude's a homie hopper. You just need a new boyfriend. <laughs> They live in a small town. I think that's the problem, though. She's in a small town. We need to start a GoFundMe. You need to fucking move to Miami. You just, like, I just need you. No, she does not. Not during this pandemic. Florida is terrible. Oh, God, you're right. Um, I need you to... I... My God. This is just... Go to the nearest big city. Yeah. Like, you are... You are the beginning of a like a fucking romantic comedy, and like this is your origin story. Like this is, and like I th- okay. Here's what I will say. 
<laughs> this is like a fucking headache and a half. And like, there's no fucking solution because like, this is just a, this is a struggle bus. And like, yeah. you are driving the struggle bus and like, you need to fucking pull over, kick everybody out and get a new bus. <laughs> get mm-hmm. a like, and like, your boyfriend has a DUI. So you drop him off and he has to walk two fucking miles. Or even you drove like, drunk. get, get like close enough where you don't have to like physically see them. You know, yeah. like, even if it's, like, half a mile away, you wouldn't be able to see them from your car if they're at the building. Drop him off there. Yeah, but, but also... still, he got a DUI. That's on him. He drove drunk. He shouldn't have been driving you, drunk. Then walk and, fucking two miles every day. Yeah. Like, every day, dude. Like, you fucked up. Like, it's... it's it, it, you, it feels like you're, like, babying him when he did something that was so selfish and dumb and reckless and put other people's lives in danger. And his life is intentionally harder right now. Mm -hmm. And it's not your job to make it any easier at all. Like else with the expense of like expense of like your own restraining order and like your own mental health and comfort and safety. Like he can walk two fucking miles. Like he can, like it's not your responsibility to, figure his shit out like he fucking did this like he like he did this he works at his ex-girlfriend's grandpa's company Mm -hmm. and he got a dui and hold on his ex-girlfriend's grandpa's company plus he used to date that girl's cousin so it's like double is that girl's cousin that her grandfather too and she was friends with the cousin yeah like you're, it's just. Too, I know that you live in a small town, but like you shouldn't be. It's not. I, you shouldn't be dating anybody that was friends with somebody else, unless you want to be completely removed from the situation. But you can't. Like you can't be completely removed from this situation. It's just. It's messy. obviously. We're not you, but mm-hmm. I'm like, there are no, you could tell me this guy has the greatest dick of all time and he goes down on you for four hours a day and I would still say, dick ain't worth it. Nope. Like, the pro-con list that I have made in my head, he is never winning. Like, mm-hmm. there is not one instance. There is not, you could tell me that he ejaculates money. Like, <laughs> fucking gold. If he, if he ejaculated money, she wouldn't be in this situation because he could just get a limo true or just like, like hire this u- one uber driver that's in town for <laughs> the whole I've fucking day decided his name's gonna be jim <laughs> and he's driving everyone in his uh honda civic mm-hmm. um like there is not one instance in like oh he's such a nice guy it's all of this sort of stuff i'm like this is not i again like you said like i get that it's a small town but nobody is forcing you to do do this like either yeah. you like if you want to date him then date him and then break your restraining order and then still be in the life of a girl who uh, threatened to kill you and all. Like, this is... Two girls. Two girls. It's either all or nothing. Like, you Mm -hmm. either have to... Like, this is, like, this is my life now and I have accepted it and this is what I do and this is how I'm living and where I'm at or break up because Mm -hmm. there is no solution at all. Let this be your origin story. 
or this is the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to accept it if this is the guy that you see yourself being with. And you can't um, accept it with these, con- like the conditions on this, this, and this. Like, mm-hmm. accept, you have to accept it as a whole. Like, this, it is what it is. This is it. Yeah. Or be done. Well, that is our episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Um, if you did, head on over to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcast app. Leave us a nice, <laughs> fun Not review. iTunes. iTunes oh. doesn't exist anymore. Uh, okay, for sure. Uh, the podcast <laughs> app. <laughs> yeah. a nice review. And um, follow us on Instagram, our own individuals, the podcast, Don't Blonde Meme Pod. Uh, hit up Melissa on Twitter, fucking Please. fire comedy. Good, good, good times. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and what else? You want to promote another show that you, you, you've you got? Do you want me to do it for you? Yeah. I want you Melissa, to promote a show. I will. Uh, this is an ad read. Hashtag spawn. Hashtag <laughs> ad. Um, as you guys know, Melissa is a producer extraordinaire. And while this is by far the her favorite show and the best one and her I number didn't say one. That. No, I, I know that's why that. I'm doing it. Um, it's cool. <laughs> uh, she does a lot of other shows, and um, I'm a fan of I mean, I'm a fan of all of them. I'm a fan of your work. And one that you guys should definitely check out is uh Overshare, which is Lily Marston and Jocelyn Davis's podcast. Started off as a show on their YouTube channel, Shared, which was the Shared Network. Um, and it's like a story time podcast. They've got guests on and they they dive deep into like specific stories and instances. And it's a fun, good time. And um, your favorite internet ladies all together doing a podcast. So check mm-hmm. it out. That was um, great. Actually, a few from the last time that I talked about it, a few people have actually gone and listened to it. Oh, I like they that. left comments and just like yeah. I'm here because I heard Melissa and Megan talk about it on Don't Blame Me. I think it's also fun because um, someone co- I think someone commented on it. Maybe it was on Grace's or someone tweeted me after like Candace and Kayla's, but it was something about how they were like Melissa's like so like like you you like don't blame like it's like half of this show is you and so like people they're like but then I know that like. Even though, like, we can't see Melissa, like, Melissa's in the background there. And I could just picture, like, you guys all having fought, like, <laughs> all of it. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I forget which show that was. It was probably. I've been well, on both. I was, it could yeah, I was going to say, but I was going to say probably um, not too deep. But, like, we've talked a lot. You guys talked about me, too. And the other yeah. Too, so. <laughs> and I was like, it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. And now everybody knows. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, everyone knows that, like you're behind all of them <laughs> it's a good time um anything else nah we're good Woo, thanks hope- for listening thanks to those yeah. who listen to the very end oh yeah let leave us a fun comment on the youtube if you're watching to the very end and if you're listening to the very end leave us like a fun comment on instagram or something yeah but like cryptic so other people don't catch on Oh, maybe just but, say i can't believe what happened at the very last like at the end of the episode but then people go listen you know oh you're right we want it 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 should just be like they drop an emoji and then people don't know what the emoji is what emoji should it be i think it should be i asked you but i have an idea Mm -hmm. i think it should be this girl but like a white one with blonde hair and a black one 
do it. Yep. Leave it as a comment on Instagram if you're an audio listener and yep. then leave it on a comment on YouTube if you're a YouTube mm-hmm. viewer of podcasts. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.